1: Almost no colour in his eyes. like It was almost like a film, like a white film had been put in front of his eyes. And he picked up his ornament, held it near his temple and went, I'm going to do it. And it was only because someone came in and went, you're not going to do it. And like started to like exercise this demon out of him that uh, it didn't happen. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not very pleasant. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, a podcast dedicated to everything weird and unexplainable with me, Beef, Bob Shoy, Tiss. Sweet. You guys alright? All good. Yeah? Yeah. We got any
2: news? Um, no. Again, just, oh well, actually we do, because the last episode was the psychedelic one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had some, lots and lots of feedback on that one. Yeah. And um, possibly be doing a follow-up episode to that. Sometime in the future, uh, where people want to, some people want to share their own psychedelic experiences and relate to stuff we mentioned on that, and some people want to school us on uh, things we were maybe a bit naive about because we just like brushed over some topics and that. So we are in a few episodes' time going to be doing a a follow up to that. Yeah, that's that's good. I think it's it it was a much meatier topic than I was expecting.
1: Yeah, I didn't realise it was such a. Um, such like a, an involving topic for yeah. some people. I didn't, I didn't get that.
2: And we could have like really gone on as well. Like it was a long episode anyway. I think it was our longest episode, and we could have like talked for way longer even. So yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot to.
1: Well, we did. Yeah. You cut out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: that's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, as um, I think I think that's the thing with all of these episodes. Like we we're not bringing anything overly challenging. Mm. Really, it's just we're just chatting about whatever topic it happens to be. Exactly. And some of that will involve expert advice, yeah. and some of it will just be three blokes chatting.
2: Well, it's a new topic every episode, and we're not experts in any of it, so it's just like um, a brief overview of things that you might not have been aware of. Like, I knew that you could take mushrooms and have psychedelic experiences, but I didn't know that people um had any thoughts of like that being extraterrestrial or religious or in any of that stuff so it's interesting no. it's not expert but it's hey did you know this not at all and i don't know when it's not your episode to host the two the other two people on the show it's almost like we're the audience as well you're listening along with us and yeah yeah
1: well, it's exciting yeah well um apologies for the delay in this this episode um i was going to do the, I was going to do this a couple of weeks ago, wasn't mm-hmm. I? It was supposed
2: to be the last one, we just switched.
1: Yeah, uh, it's not too much of a problem, just really? uh, what I had planned for it didn't didn't pan out the way I wanted to, so I had to kind of delay it a bit. So I've kind of rewritten it um, and taken a, a, a bit more of a relaxed approach to it than I guess I was going to mm-hmm. have. Um, but that's that's fine, that What's, that's topic. okay. Uh, today we're talking about Demon Possession. Woo! <laughs> Nice, uh, light-hearted topic to get into.
2: Oh, I'm excited about this one.
1: Um, So I'm kind of going to take a similar approach to tackling the topic the way I do the other ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, we we don't really reinvent anything, do we? When we do these topics, we all approach it a fairly similar way. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to find out, and Tiss, you talked about you kind of touched on demonic stuff a couple of times before. We All of us have, actually, over the last few weeks. It's
2: come up a few times we've talked about, even when we talked about weird media. Yeah. We talked about demonic aspects in and, yeah. and, um, cinema and things like that.
1: And in the Ghosts episode as well. Yeah. We, and and uh, when we spoke to Armin about um, mm-hmm. sleep paralysis. It's come, yeah, out, yeah, yeah, come it up an that. awful lot. And it seems to be something which pops up all the time. So... What what are your guys what are your preconceptions of what a demon is or what their purpose is?
2: Tess, you wanna go first?
3: Um my pre uh, I don't know, I guess it's like a dark entity. Mm-hmm. Like a negative entity that enters your body and Yeah, I dunno.
2: Is it um like the bad version of an angel is that a demon cuz you got angels and demons right yeah so you have got like god and his like acolytes There's of mythology about it though right yeah they're they're angels and then you got satan is Lucifer and Satan the same person yeah yeah and then he's got his demons yeah um and they do naughty things
1: yeah well yeah you're both you're both kind of right basically it's i don't i don't think most people would say the same thing right um but wrong No 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 <laughs> No you no it's it's kind of it's one of those things that uh, and like Tiss you mentioned mythology Um but I just wanna look first of all at a verse in Revelation uh which talks about well like where the where biblically mm-hmm. where demons came from. Okay. Um so I need to flip through. It's in Revelation twelve, verse four. So Revelation, if you're not if you're not a Christian, and even if you are, Revelation is quite an exciting book. There's loads of symbology in there. There's dragons and oh, it's one of the cool ones. It's a really cool, it's a really interesting book. Um, but Christians kind of refrain from reading it because they don't really understand it. But right. it's, it's not hard to understand if you know what you're looking for. Okay. So um, I won't go into like what this chapter is actually talking about because if I do, we'll be here. It'll be a whole new topic. Um, so basically, you've got all this activity happening in heaven. Um and the dragon that this is referring to is is like Lucifer, right? Satan. Okay. Uh, and so is, it he, says,
2: is he is he referred to as a dragon uh, many times in the Bible?
1: Uh, not many times. No, he's it, 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 like m- more often than not, it's Satan or yeah. like even just the enemy. Oh, okay. Um,
2: yeah, because he's got loads of names, right?
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Prince of Darkness. Yeah, you could kind of call him any name you want, I guess uh but most people just go for satan because okay. it's fairly um or the devil the devil yeah. um I like
2: lucifer it sounds more like a real name
1: yeah well that's what he was he was um that's what the... his
2: name when he was an angel right was he an angel yeah he was
1: lucifer yeah. he was he was an angel the idea is that he was um he was one of the angels that like worshiped and so he was uh one of the ones that would worship god in heaven um and the the sort of the theology behind it is that he got he got so full of pride that he tried to position himself above god Mm -hmm. um to get other people to worship him instead and so then god was like not having any of that he
2: got too big for his boots
1: yeah so he he swiped him um and uh this this verse says with his tail he dragged a third of the stars out of the sky and threw them down to the earth um and that's where the idea comes from and this this is through quite a few religions actually it's right. not just christianity that obviously when lucifer fell from heaven lots of lots of angels went with him lots of the ones that would also kind of
2: they liked his thinking
1: yeah they they kind of liked his ideology and they uh, they got swiped out of heaven as well mm. um so yeah so they they were fallen angels um and so that's why they can kind of they can often mask themselves as angels they appear to people as angels yeah, happened um, in
2: Constantine.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that. so, like, and they 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 kind of all through the Bible and like right from Genesis all the way through to the end. In the Gospels, Jesus normally casts demons out of people, or like right. what we would call Exercises them out, or like performs an exorcism. So,
2: how does a demon invade a person's body?
1: That's a really good question. <laughs> So we're kind of chopping and changing through my notes, yeah, totally. uh, which is which is fine. Um, it can be, like, biblically speaking, it's things like witchcraft and the occult, uh, black magic as well, something which typically got... Like, it left people open because you would then start to channel other spirits or other powers through your body. So it can be a variety of different things. Um, and the idea is that you... Um I suppose the the best way to explain it is if you were to sort of leave your your body open for it to happen, mm. so it's like you have to there has to be a reason there has to be something that's happened in your life, not all the time, but more often than not it's got to be something that's happened in your life or that you choose to do, which leaves you open for a demon to come in. It's like removing something. Uh, from a container, it then right. leaves a void. It leaves something. Okay, so they've
2: got a, they've got an in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they okay. can you
1: can kind of get they can get like a like a foothold
2: in. And... Yeah, yeah. So what would it what would it be that would cause that like hole? Um, there can be quite a few things. Like the it's
1: it's not changed too much to be honest. Um, so like I said in the in the Bible, it was things like the occult witchcraft. Mm-hmm. and black magic, um, and people that would just choose to kind of chase it, I suppose. There were people who would act- actively choose to... Oh,
2: okay. They they want it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's not changed too much. Like, the there's... Um, sometimes there's... Um, I've come across people who have had, like, a number of demons that have come to possess them at different times throughout their lives and you work back and they, there's, there doesn't seem to be a reason for it apart from when they start to work back and back and back they realise that at some point one of their like someone in their family might have got involved in something, so they might have chosen to I don't know, this one particular guy had got involved in Satanism and he had no idea this had happened and it just happened that through his family if you look back through his family line they'd had like an extraordinary amount of what I suppose we call bad luck mm-hmm. so like ridiculous amount of people in his family had died really early or in horrific ways like he like it's really hard for his family to hold jobs down just just stuff like that where you'd look at him and you'd be like man he's there's some pretty bad stuff and it turns out that that was kind of what we were able to sort of pinpoint that i think it was like his great-grandfather or something had been involved in satanism oh. which is slightly different
2: And and satanism that's when is that just like the bad version of Christianity, yeah. As like, um, instead of worshiping God, you worship.
1: Yeah, it's um, I, I again, and this is a different topic. So, um, yeah, it's a whole different thing for me to research. But yeah, Satanism is effectively a person making an active choice to, yeah, like worship Satan, mm. and like they they choose. And we'll we'll play a video later in the episode where they there's a woman who like she chose to put herself in a position where she would leave herself open yeah. for demons to come and sort of like enter her body.
2: Is it like they think it's an easy way out? Like you like when you um Like Star Wars, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you go to the dark side of the force. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's the easy it's easier to gain power, it's less self control. And it's like they think it's the easy way out. Has that anything to do with it? Um it's more <laughs> it's more a case of um so I've met I've met a couple of people who
1: uh now go to church but they at some point went and there's a number of different things why people would choose to like worship Satan. But this one guy I spoke to, um I remember him saying that there was a friend of his who was like, into it. I don't know. I don't know the best expression to use um and he had, like, powers, or he right. was able to do things like open doors without actually using his hand. Like he could just telekinesis. Um, I don't know. I don't. I guess he'd, that's probably the closest way to describe it. Yeah. But he was. He It was like he was attracted to, like he said that his friend seemed to have power. Um, and he could like call upon these demons to come and do stuff for him. Right. Um, but other people. You can just—I um, I think it's the same as all of us. Like you know, all of us are kind of searching in life. not 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 everyone, but I think some people tend to look to religion mm-hmm. for answers, or they look to have a faith because they feel like they've got a void in their lives. Some people choose Satanism. I don't know mm-hmm. why,
2: but just a choice, isn't it? Just the choice. You I like—I like the cut of this guy's <laughs> jib. <jeep. laughs> yeah, Where when you, they go with him,
3: when to Satanism. What's the difference between, say, a Satanist and someone, you know, like angsty kids who sort of listen to Slipknot and they sort of say, oh, they love the devil, but they don't actually, do you know what I mean? Like, is is it more of a conscious thing or is it literally just as easy as someone saying whimsically, oh, you know, fuck God, we love the devil, you know? Because I feel like a lot of kids say that, but they don't really mean it. They just, oh, they don't believe in it either side, so they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, we love the devil, but it's more like to piss off the establishment. Yeah, it's like being the bad guys. It's not really conscious Satanism, if that makes sense.
1: No, it's... Um, no, Satanism... Is that more of a conscious it is thing? You really
3: have to, like, practice... Yeah, the and there's... And...
1: That, again, we'll come to it in a later episode, but they, sometimes they... Well, I think more often than not, they have to, like, perform rituals and mm. things to get into it. Mm. And some of it means that you... A lot of Satanism involves sacrifice. And mm. it's not just, like, I don't know, don- donating money or something. It can be quite <laughs> horrific, rich, depending on where in the world it happens. Like, yeah. in Africa, it's... Much worse, but if it's oh. like if it's over here, it might just be something like something else. But it depends on what what you do, and so there's then, different ranks. There's different.
3: So it is more involved than just whimsically sort of painting. Oh yeah, nails
1: anyone black anyone can see. say hate God Yeah, God let God God. About them
2: off, right? He's like, oh, they're young. Yeah, they're like, like it's not really. They're listening yeah, to Slipknot. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a phase.
1: They'll work through it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> it is. It it definitely is it's it's something you've got to make a conscious decision like like you would if you were going to become a christian or or if you wanted to turn to judaism or islam or any religion mm-hmm. you'd make a conscious decision and you'd have to do certain things to enter that religion so uh, well, like Christianity, yeah, has... like
2: it's all well and good to say you're a Christian, but if you don't go to church or like pray or do anything, then it's, mm. it's just like yeah, anyone
1: can say they're a Christian, yeah, but you have to practice, like yeah. you have to practice, practice like, actually do it. Well, yeah, yeah, you've got to actively do it, and it's the same with Satanism. You can't just say I'm a Satanist,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: because you're not. You're you like if you if you're involved in a religion, you your whole life surrounds life, it, right? like yeah. you so. It's your whole faith, so it's your brain, it's your heart, everything, and every and people do that with Satanism as well. They offer their whole selves, like their soul, everything. Mm. So, it's... I'm sorry if we've led you astray. No, no, no. <laughs> you wanted to save this stuff. I'll be jumping
3: life. the gun with this question, actually. But Go what on. is the end game for these demons? What is why are, why are they possessing people? Mm-hmm. And what is the ultimate end game? For say Lucifer and the demons, what are they trying to achieve? Like, what's their best case
1: scenario? So, what are they working towards? hmm, Good question. That is a good question. To put it basically, um, the idea is that when God created man, the demons kind of um, got—I suppose—jealous in a way. Kind of, they got pride. They got um, what's the word? Is it
3: where God loved the humans more than the angels? Yeah, they maybe got pride. Yeah, yeah. The
1: Bible says that that God places humans above angels. Oh. So there's kind of like a, I suppose a jealousy there, mm-hmm. for, but that they would, and I don't know, I don't have the ultimate answer, but the way I see it and the way we look at it biblically is that, and the Bible says that um, demons and Satan, that they're, they're out to kill, steal and destroy people. So they're there to, to kill you, to destroy your life. They're there to do everything they can to attack you, abuse you, hurt you, um and possess you sometimes, but like there's also um like they are if if you if you're not what we call it like open to demonic possession, so if you haven't allowed yourself or them room to come into your life, you can still be um like oppressed by them, so they still right. come to try and whatever do do whatever it is to to hurt you.
2: it's almost like they're a jealous sibling to humans. If you think of all humans as one person, all demons yeah. as one person, they're like, mm. like, and then the angels are all like the sort of cool about it, older brother. They're like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they always knew he was dad's favorite, right? Yeah, and they can accept it, and yeah. then the, the demons are like, fuck him, and they're gonna make your life <laughs> pain.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, and it's that there's like there's loads of there's loads of stuff in the Bible about it. Um, which tells us what they, you know, and like I say, so Jesus delivered lots of people from demons. Mm. Um, and yeah, so they're, they're as effectively they're just like evil beings, the evil entities, whatever you call them, out to stop people from like accessing that relationship with God. So the idea is if you're a Christian, you're, or, or in any faith really, your ultimate purpose is to be close to God mm-hmm. um, and to have like a, I, I guess, like a friendship with him. So they're out to try and stop you from doing that as much as possible. Okay. Um, is the way that we, the way I look at it, I suppose. Yeah,
2: I can, yeah. That was a good question, yes. Yeah. It was a really good that question. That was a good answer as you well. Were, I was you... happy with that. I thought it stumped you. No. I'm <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> no, satisfied. No, not quite. <laughs> oh, no, Matt, I'll take it. I wasn't <laughs> but...
3: trying to stump. I was just, it was just rattling around my brain. No, I was just trying to work out what their Yeah, goal no, is. Mm-hmm. It it's... makes it clear.
1: Um, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to show you our first video. Right, okay. So for the listeners, it's a very visual, it relies on what you're watching rather than um, some of the interviews we've played or some of the videos you guys have played in the past where it's just like an interview on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, I will say actually at this point in time that if you all you have to do is type demons into YouTube mm-hmm. and you're just inundated with stuff. There's just so many. And obviously the problem with YouTube is anyone can put a video up and say whatever they want. Yeah. So I haven't relied on anything from YouTube just because I don't... I don't know if the stories are yeah. true, if that makes sense. So what I'm going to do is what I do all the time, which is rely on the stories I've got and some of the videos which I know where they've come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we'll do is we'll, I'll show you the video now, the first clip, and then we'll put it on the blog for you guys listening. So I've kind of given you... An overview of demonic possession. Now I want you to actually see it for yourself.
2: Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Yeah? yeah. Cool. All right.
4: with a demon-possessed person. It was horrible enough to experience until later I had someone translate what she was actually saying.
2: We watched the video. What video did we watch to? Uh I don't know what the video was. Uh, it's Love?
1: called Furious Love. Um, it's. I don't know if... I'd be intrigued to know if um, our American listeners have heard of it, because it's made by an American guy okay. called Darren Wilson, I think his name is. Um, it's basically a guy who documents a lot of... He wasn't a Christian when he started... But he was quite interested in Christianity so he started going to churches and different events and what's called crusades where they go to different places around the world and just preach the gospel really
2: I'll put the uh, DVD on the blog for anyone who's interested, um, we just watched a short clip of it um, a section called the demon tent, yeah, what was that about Uh, it was basically about
3: where was he, Uh, Tanzania yeah where they were preaching and then some people were getting possessed right kind of or maybe manifesting the demons
1: Yeah uh, um he didn't make it too clear in the video um but from my experience um yeah they usually start manifesting when people st- like when they're in a environment where people are talking about God they start to manifest I guess yeah
2: Okay oh so they're already in you
1: Yeah yeah, they don't and enter the, when the, the preaching starts. They're usually they're already spinning there. Been in you the whole time. You're yeah. Brought them
3: with you, and then yeah, you know, and then it starts getting... like they're like brought to the surface almost. Yeah, it's a know.
1: bit. It's a bit like
3: they start getting uneasy at this whole Godfest, and they're just like, "Fuck this, yeah. we need to go home." But then everyone's like, "Nah, fucking got you." Like it's almost like baiting them out, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah, like while they're outside, like, anyone it's in here gonna... has yeah. got demons, we're going to bait them out. And yeah. then As soon as they come out, boom, we're going to take them to the demon tent. Yeah. And exercise them.
1: It's like I've I've not too many, but I've been to a couple of uh, events, I suppose, where the the guy who's kind of preaching at the front stops and takes a moment to kind of get rid of any demonic activity in the room. So this this is quite rare. It doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes it is like that, where it's just yeah they get called out and it's like,
2: well, on the clip we watched. Um... There were some people in the crowd um, while the guy was like preaching at the front and they would suddenly come under, um, almost like having fits mm. and shouting. Um, the woman who he focused on, she was, they translated it, she kept shouting, I'm not coming out. Mm. And she's like, uh, like spasming and fitting and they're carrying her off to the tent and trying to get out of her. And he said it went on for like ages and ages and ages. She just was freaking out. Yeah, it's quite strange to see. Hmm.
1: Yeah, what was your what was your impression of it when you when you saw it?
2: Well, um, in a way, in a sick way, it's almost what I wanted to see. Yeah. Like, that's what I expected to see, and then it was almost, like, confirmed to me, like, oh, yeah, okay, this is what I expected to see, this is what I wanted to see when we're talking about it. Yeah. Not like I want to see someone in trauma, I want to see, you know, this is a real example of what we're talking about, and this is what I expected. Yeah. Um but it's still quite oh. like shocking to see
1: yeah it's, it's unsettling, isn't it, yeah. and this is why they like again there's so much of this kind of stuff on youtube and i w- I probably watched about ten or twelve videos last night, some of it um seemed was quite similar to that, um but it was also in the same video as something that you could tell it have been doctored do you yeah. know what i mean and i so I don't want to recommend any videos, but
2: well, what I will recommend I watched um I don't think it was a whole episode, I think it was like just a short segment. It might have been an episode. I'll look at it, I'll put it on the blog as well. But there was um a Darren Brown episode where he looked at demonic possession. Oh right. And he sort of looked at it like he does with those, he did a few paranormal shows where he wasn't taking a side of the other, he was just looking at it, and he was like, well, if this was fake, it could be this, but it might be real, and stuff like that, and that was a really interesting look, and he sort of looked at a lot of those videos, like you're saying, and he was like, well, maybe this person's having a fit, maybe this person's doing that, maybe this person's doing Mm. that, or whatever, Um, and that's a really interesting watch, so I'll definitely put a link to that in the blog as well. I don't Is it know. just called demonic? It possession? <laughs> might be what we call like demonic possession. It was it was an episode or a section of an episode where he looked at that. But I'll definitely put it All on right. the blog. Yeah, yeah I'd like lo-
1: I'd, I'd like to look at that. And I think That's if you awesome look people. at it from if you look at it from just like a neutral point of view, you, you it could be it could be those things. It could be are oh, they just fitting or maybe they're just trying to like act up a bit or or something get some attention. But I, I've been in places where there's like. 20 to 30 people all on the floor all doing the same thing you're like they can't all be fitting. Mm. It's really weird. Mm. So we'll, we'll in your bet.
3: experience with demonic possession as well um, didn't really make it clear in the documentary do these people turn up with an inkling that they've got a demon in them or are they taken completely unawares by the fact they've got a demon in them?
1: Um, I think more often than not they, they're aware that they have something there mm. um, and almost all of the guys that I've prayed for who have had a demon in them know it's there because yes. it's a big part of their life. And some people... It's really it's really interesting that some people refer to it almost like another person. Mm. And depending on how long someone's been possessed for, um, they're aware of when it's going to like take over their body,
2: if that makes sense. It's almost... Um... Like a schizophrenia, uh almost like another personality within them. yeah, That's what it feels like almost yeah
1: yeah i've yeah, again, it depends on how long it's been i've I've known people that have been possessed by demons for like sixteen years, and they get so used to not they get so used to it that it's like it's like waking up after being drunk mm. and then being told what you did the night before and you're like, wow I didn't I didn't know I was doing that.
2: What are the like telltale signs for those out there wondering <laughs> that you would that you might be possessed?
1: Um, the only thing I'd say about it is that, and I would invite anyone who listens who might go to church or is a Christian, I don't, I don't know what you'd, but my, from my opinion, you'd know if you've got one. Right. It's, I think it's, it can start off quite, quite small, quite casual. Um, but I think really a telltale sign like the, like the people I've spoken to or the people I've witnessed or stories I've heard, uh, most people tend to... Because it possesses your body, most people, like, experience, like, they're, like, um, almost like they black out. Right. And then they literally, they come to, or they feel like they're back in their body, and they knew something happened, but they weren't aware of what they did or what they said to people. And what
2: will happen in that time? They act like a dick?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I've, um, uh, there
2: was one... So they're still, like, walking around, but they're, like, your mother... Stuff like that. um I'm trying to
1: think of like a specific time where it's um it can be it could be a number of things um some of it is violent so right. i've i've we've seen it in um some of the places we I've been to where there it like it could be like a boyfriend and a girlfriend mm. and every time this demon comes to possess or like comes back or however whatever terminology you'd use. Uh, the girlfriend's been like throttled or punched or just abused verbally, or something like that. But for me, if if you were just in the room with someone and they were demon possessed, you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't know about it if you were just chatting. If you just went down the pub.
2: So is it like extreme mood swings? Uh, is that too simplified?
1: <laughs> it's really hard to explain because I've every time I've been with someone who's demon possessed, um, if it's not been in the church. It's been for the reason, like, it's been so that I can help pray with other people right, okay. to get the demon out. So I've only ever seen them be abusive or... Um,
2: and we've already, like, forewarning that this person is possessed. Yeah, yeah, because it, so it's... So it's, it's hard to know what it's like in a day-to-day.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've only heard stories. Um, right. And uh, so there's there's one one guy, I'll share a few stories now, actually. So you,
2: you are in contact with people who are possessed?
1: I've I've been I've been in contact with people um yeah throughout but not like a constant stream mm. um just depending on who it is in the church they might ring me up and be like uh I've we've just I've just been talking to this guy and it's it's clear that like or he you know and they get you in um, Are
2: you the exorcist no. <laughs> Are you the exorcist
4: I'm not
1: no 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 um Anyone who's a Christian, so if you if you've if you follow Christianity, yeah. if you've so like the video talks about salvation, so if you actually actively, what's called like give your life to God, you then have the power and authority. It's, the Bible says that you have the power of and authority of Jesus in you, mm-hmm. so you can do the stuff that Jesus did
2: straight away. If you're a Christian, so uh, you yep. go to church once and be like, bam, got it. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it. <laughs> it's it's the sort of thing that you'd have to have confidence in. Yeah, um, you
2: know, like you said, you know when you got a demon, you would know when you got that authority. And I
1: and I know I know what to do now. Like the first time I prayed for someone, I was really quite terrified. I was a bit, I felt out of depth. Felt know, like a fraud. Yeah, I kind of. But now I know what to look for, and now I know how to pray, and now I know what to do. Um, it's nothing. It's not really normally anything like what the movies show you. Um, sometimes it can be quite violent, and I've, I've, I've in Africa I've seen. I was
2: going to ask if it was like the film. Um, what film? Yeah. The Exorcist.
3: Oh right, I've not seen it. No, right. We still need to do so this on our list movie. Of films to watch. Yeah. yeah. Don't I get a question it. in there before. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. please do. Uh, So if we took the demons as red, I'm yeah. not intended. Um, that you know these there's demons and their goal is to inhabit humans and basically make life difficult. Even for the people who aren't possessed, because the people who are possessed can make life difficult for the other people. Who yeah. you know what I mean, they can by yeah. extension. Do you think, in your opinion, that it stands to reason that there could be a possibility that angels could channel through people or possess people in the opposite fashion mm. to
1: do good? Um, I, guess the to put I guess humanity the...
3: in the right direction, where demons are trying to lead us astray. The angels could be trying to lead us, you know, back on the path.
1: Yeah, they don't. Um, angels don't possess your body, but they when, are like,
3: channeling through angels through you.
1: Well, they can. They can be sent to people. Um, and the Bible says that everyone who follows God, or they have like an angel, like a, almost like I suppose like a guardian angel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there are. Yeah, is that are,
2: true when they say you have got a guardian angel? Is it believed that some you get like an angel that is like allotted to you yeah <laughs> well
0: because that's that that's just...
1: actually a question that i've had for for years like the yeah. bible says you get angels are there to like assist you and to help right. you um like a team leader but yeah, it doesn't you
0: get
2: one assigned to you yeah yeah but it's not yeah i guess i don't know you.
1: i don't know how it works i don't know if it's like they're in heaven and god goes all right um this is what like, you're uh, angel number one you need to go and uh help there's mm-hmm. this guy's just you know gone to church and you need to go and spend time with him. Like, I don't know how,
2: I don't know, I don't know the logistics Can you, of you imagine getting assigned to someone just like, oh, this guy. It's like, <laughs> God, oh God, man, he's an
3: idiot. Yeah, he's no <laughs> so boring. <laughs> well, some of the angels probably have groups of people which don't even believe in them, so they're sort of like fighting the losing battle. Yeah, well, sounds. do you get a lot
2: of your guardian angel if you're not a believer in them? Is that what you gain if well, you start like Everyone has access to heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true? If you don't preach, you're still
1: no. I think um, I I know people who have come to church mm. who who weren't Christians. Who um, like there's this one guy I spoke to who he's not in our church, but I met him in a in a different church a few years ago. And he said that him and his family were in a car crash, and he said I I saw I saw people helping us out of the car, mm. and literally just like like the seatbelt disintegrated like, they, like they, they said they were they were people but they weren't wearing like people's clothes and he was trying to explain um, he said they weren't ambulance drivers he said there was no one else around apart from the people that we'd just been in this accident with um, and he said as soon as you were he said as soon as I was out the car with my family they weren't there anymore and he's like so there are people where this happens all the time where they there are certain events that happen in their lives that cause them to like start. And they were church.
2: yeah. And okay, so before that, he wasn't, yeah.
1: Like, so it's not like God no. is this like petulant child in heaven, yeah. like, well, they don't believe in me, so no, we're no. not going to send you any. I'm angels. having
2: your guardian
1: angels, and I have them part of my game. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, it's not not quite like that, but okay. yeah. So you are right; they do, they are there to kind of like help you, assist you, guard, like mm-hmm. you know, and protect you, but they don't, they don't possess your body.
3: Right. Okay. But um. Yeah, but they they could if if God would allow them, right? Because demons are angels, so they, they probably have the, have the power, power but they don't have. the If they did, there'd be demons. If
1: yeah, so I I out suppose against the rules. yeah, yeah, I suppose it would be a case of they probably would have the power to do it, mm-hmm. but um, whether they'd have the authority. Yeah, biblically speaking, you've got free will. Humans right. have free will, so you, yeah, they can't. Yeah, that would be almost like what a about God if against.
2: You're in, you're in a tight spot. Right? Yeah, and you're just like I can't do this and you're like willing it you're like I'd want an angel to possess me I want you to take over me just do it
0: do it
2: <laughs> and you're like that's what you want <laughs> do, it? do it or do you think God would be like you can't get out of jail free that easy mate.
1: yeah I don't know um, you've got to find probably, a
2: way on your own you've got to persevere as a human you've got to like use that willpower and get out you can't just crawl on someone not, to see the problems
1: Um. I don't know. I suppose if you if that did happen, I don't know. Maybe you do you like... feel like
2: you get wackier questions <laughs> from people who, aren't, who are like non-Christian, like will pose questions that you wouldn't necessarily normally get. Uh, no, because like, like, as from you a know, perspective.
1: Well, no, because as as you know, me me and Rachel, uh, we're youth pastors at our church. Mm. So we get lots of questions like okay, this from good. our. Youth. I just
2: didn't want to feel like I was throwing nonsense. No, either. no, no,
1: no, it's not, and it's not nonsense either. Like we're talking about angels. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, <laughs>
2: it's like genuine questions about something that, yeah, like no one really knows anything about. That's the thing. All our topics, no one really. They're the, they're the unexplainable. No. Yeah. Um, so
1: what I'll do is I'll just give you. I've just written some, just a few things down here, which kind of, in a general sense, answer some of the questions. Just give you a bit more information of what I explain. And how possession happens, and um, but also to give you some background knowledge on what I believe. Okay. Um, and actually, this again, this is similar in, in other faiths as well. Not all of them, but some of them. And that's that we're all we're all spirits. So we've obviously all got bodies and mm-hmm. flesh and blood and everything else. But essentially, inside of us, we're all we're all spirits. We all have room for good and evil in our lives, and we like I say, we've all got free will, so we can all make choices. Uh, so there is the potential for good or evil to happen in mm. our lives. Now, yeah. that's some some of it. Life is just life in it. And some it's of just, it's your choice, and some of it yeah. just happens. I I I believe that you you get what you're dealt. You know, I I don't I don't like that when people say why does bad stuff happen to good people. I don't like that question because I think mm. it's like, well, you can't control what happens around you. Mm. Like if I was driving and someone chose to like try and ram me off the road. That's their choice. Like, that's yeah. not, even if I am a good that's person. That's
2: part of, like you say, God gives people free will. That's part of that person's free will. So yeah. he's got to let them see it through if it affects someone else. So you can't step in and change that.
1: Yeah. So I don't really like that. Yeah. But that's essentially, that's where that question comes from. Um, but when people become Christians, they receive the Holy Spirit. So we talk about God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So they receive um, the Holy Spirit as like a helper and a guide. And like he's always with you. Like when you're a Christian he's always with you. So that's why I suppose most people who go to church would say that if you if you're a Christian you couldn't be possessed by a demon because you've already got the Holy Spirit. You've got like with a you.
2: protector film over you.
1: Yeah. Like a yeah, I suppose, yeah. Like the a gap
2: is filled with something else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um
2: personal shield generator.
1: Yeah. And so and so that's where possession yeah. comes from. If you <laughs> Yeah. So if you choose to fill that void with, with other things, if you choose to you know, and some, I know some people who have asked, like, actively asked demons. to like, come and... I don't know how they do it, but they actively go and ask demons to, like, come and enter them. Mm-hmm. To give them power or whatever. So, have you guys got any more questions?
2: Um, probably. Probably, like, endless questions. Okay. What if I gave you... Okay, you know when that... This is like a question to you, not just about it in general. Mm. Um, so when, in that video we watched, there's the people like heebie-jeebieing, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better word, <laughs> um, yeah. having a fit. Yeah. Having a right old time. Yeah. If they, have you ever been, you? so you've been around people who are going through that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, quite a few times.
2: Right. Is that how one, I wanted to hear like what it's like when you're actually there. Okay. Because um, when I witness it in a video, I'm like, oh, that's quite shocking, that's quite extreme. Mm. When you're witnessing it firsthand, and yeah. like I say, not in a perverse way, but with every topic we cover, I'm like, I want to witness that firsthand. Apart from mm. sleep paralysis, I don't no. <laughs> I don't want to. No, I don't no one wants it. to witness that. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Um, yeah. I still think about it when I'm in bed, so <laughs> I can't sleep. Um no but when you when you witness it firsthand yeah is it pretty intense
1: it can be um if it's if it's quite if there's a lot of it happening around you it's it can be quite overwhelming because say say you're stood there and there's say there's five people all like as you say heebgieing right I can't, um fitting spasming rolling on the floor whatever yeah. it might be there could be five different reasons why that's happening. Right. So for one person it could be like a generational curse or something or a generational um it could even be witchcraft. It could be that a witch cursed one of their ancestors and it's right. like a j or it could be yeah, it could be a completely different thing for different people. So it can yeah, it can be quite overwhelming.
2: The first time you witnessed it yeah. was it one person or was it like going around all over the place?
1: Um, there was uh, there was one the first time it ever happened to me
2: yeah
1: I think or, or one of I can't remember which was the I can't pinpoint that and be like that was the first time I witnessed it I, would,
2: I think I would definitely remember the first time well I just because I've seen yeah. it so much yeah, I okay. kind of
1: I can't really remember but mm. one of the specific times um, I was at a church um, in Chorley Wood right and uh, there was one particular person and this still I can still picture it now because it was such a it was quite a freaky thing to look at this guy, if you can imagine it was he wasn't laying down his feet his feet were touching the ground, but there was there was a gap of probably about half a foot about six inches mm. between his gap and between his back and the floor,
2: but his feet were touching the ground like the back of his feet, yeah, but and he was, but he was in like a laying position he was in a laying position with right. his
1: feet touching the ground yeah. But his back, no no other part of his body apart from his feet were touching the ground. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like levitation, but not if it makes sense. And I, I I, was there for a long enough time to see it wasn't my, like my eyes playing a trick on me. And other people had asked me if I could see the same thing. And I think because it was drawing so much, so much attention, people started to leave and they realised what was going on. And there was a couple of people, it was probably about three other people praying for this guy. Uh, which wasn't myself. Did you get out of there? Uh, yeah, I did. It's too just, much. Because I was like, that's yeah. insane. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I might be the same. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I react. Sometimes I'm like, my curiosity's too much. Even if I'm scared, I've got to be there. And sometimes I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So.
1: Yeah, I wasn't that scared. I just, I just was like, just wow, that's... Yeah. That's something. And I went and spoke to someone else about it because I wanted to make sure. I was like, was he really, like, I didn't, he wasn't, like, laying down, was he? No, 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 he was.
2: I've seen videos when they're properly, like, kicking up. It's hard to, like, explain what I mean on a podcast, but they're, like, bucking broncos almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, all over the bed. You look like the bed's going to break. They're, like, like, flamming around everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of it. That's, that's, um, like I say, not all the time. But sometimes you get that.
2: Have you ever witnessed it where it's gone really bad?
1: Um, I saw it once in Africa, um, where there was this one guy who who was quite like a skinny, scrawny guy. Mm. He then started manifesting a demon. It took five blokes to carry him to carry him away because basically it's not safe for them to be there. Like basically they're around kids. There's limbs yeah, flying yeah, yeah. everywhere. They want to move him somewhere safe. And this guy was being held down by these five blokes, and like I've never seen anything like it. He managed to push with not not very much energy. Managed to push all these guys off of him, and like so much so that they all of them fell on their on the on their backs on the floor. And then this guy like then they laid there. So uh, yeah, I've seen it. It can be pretty violent. Mm. Um, I've seen it... No
2: one ever like injured themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen people. Um, like smashing their heads against the oh, wall that's
2: what I'm worried about like surely there's been times where it's happened where someone's like killed himself they, um, probably I haven't heard of that unless but they're I, protected it... by the demon within them I don't know because it wouldn't protect him but he wants to be within them I don't know I, yeah like,
1: I have I have seen it and like I
2: say that's why people there, get carried off to safe places where it's like
1: open yeah, space yeah if
2: they're on like a hard floor and they're like smashing themselves against it they could like I've, crack I've their seen
1: head. it I've seen it with um with a guy in a church where he picked up like um uh, it was just like a like a little vase. Mm-hmm. It was like a little uh, ornament thing, and he was sat there. And do you remember in the Mozambique episode I told you about, like his eyes like yeah, yeah, yeah. glazed over. Like it was the same thing, almost no color in his eyes. Like it was almost like a film, like a white film had been put in front of his eyes. And he picked up his ornament, held it near his temple, and went, "I'm gonna do it." Oh. And it was only because someone came in and went, "You're not gonna do it," and like started to like exercise this demon out of him that. Uh, it didn't happen but yeah it's 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 not very pleasant mm. um i've got a few few other stories
2: have you got any questions to just me on no no no
1: tis is in one of his moods like we either get hyper energetic <laughs> Tiz i'm just uh, you processing
3: Processing I mean.
2: Well yeah. what you've done this episode, Tits, is sit there in silence and every now and then voice a question. But it's a very interesting <laughs> yeah. and succinct question. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm babbling nonsense and asking nonsense and then you'll like push me out of the <laughs> way and be like, How about this one? And it's very um, <laughs> on the nose.
1: What I what I was gonna do before I've got um another video I'd like to show you guys on yeah. the same D V D. Okay. Um I'm just gonna share one story that I've got I'm, I'm not going to use any names because mm-hmm. um, I, I still know these people. Um, but I just wanted to share, so you guys get like an overall picture of what goes on when it happens. Okay. So about, about it was probably about almost two years ago now, uh, there was a friend of ours in the church who she'd met these people and th- through our friends, she'd said that, she said, "I've had a conversation with, with this girl um, and her boyfriend, she says he, he's been possessed by a demon for, for years. And she said it's, it's starting to make their relationship like really traumatic and it's starting to now like attack her and abuse her through him. So she said, he's kind of not really up for prayer, um, but he's, he's thinking about it. Would you, would you be up for like you and a group of other people? Just praying for him and, and trying to get this demon out of him. And I said, Yeah, yeah, I said I I'd like to, but obviously he needs to make that decision. I'm not gonna do it if he doesn't wanna do it. I'm not you know, he needs to make that decision for himself that he doesn't want it to be a part of his life anymore. Um so a bit of time went on and we were trying to like make time to, to meet this guy. Um I met him outside of church and like really lovely guy. Uh really down to earth, like, you know, mucking about with the kids that were around. Like it was Really seemed like a normal guy. They then came to church, and uh, so in our, ours is quite a quite a standard church service where um, you start with worship. So you've got like the singing at the start, like in that video, singing, and then like a preach, and yeah. then maybe a bit of prayer at the end, and then it's done. During the worship, this guy squeezed my friend's hand so hard that he. Um, like he he misshaped her her wedding ring. So like he basically squashed it so much so that like she had to get it cut off her finger basically because she couldn't like it almost like an, into like an oval shape. Mm. And he couldn't stand to be in the same room as he? he had to keep leaving the room. He then came back in at the end. Like at the end it's it's really really informal so people are chatting, people are Whatever having a drink or eating or whatever it is, it's just like the service is over. Everyone's like socializing, mm. um, Force play. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I could see this guy kind of stood there and he looked a bit like uncomfortable. He's a quite a built guy as well, quite built. Um, and me and my wife went over to him. As soon as we got there, he cowered, and he like he didn't just cower. He went curled up into a little ball. And like held on to his girlfriend's legs, and he wouldn't make eye contact with anyone around him. When I tried to look into his eyes, it was it's a similar thing where it wasn't. It was almost like he wasn't there. It was, it was just like this white film again. Mm. And obviously, it didn't really seem like the place. I was like, there's loads of people around, and obviously, it's not the right time to to do something like this. Like eventually, he realised it was something he didn't want to be a part of anymore. Uh, so we arranged to pray for him. And so it was me and um, four other blokes, and we met with this guy. Um, the way we normally do it, like we, like the idea is, that you don't have to hype anything up. Like if 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 we believe the Bible is true, then we've got nothing to worry about because it tells us that God has power over the devil, and he's he's got power and authority over all the demons. So, if it's true that the same power is in us, then we should have no problem. So we met with this guy. And it wasn't anything traumatic. Uh, he didn't. He, he didn't start doing any of like. He didn't roll on the floor. There was no like kicking. There was no violence. The only thing that happened was that he tensed his hands really, really tight, and his his jaw locked, uh, but it like locked down in, on his tongue. And so the next thing I saw, there's like blood pouring out of his mouth. He'd bitten so hard onto his tongue. He'd like bitten into his tongue. So we just prayed for him and. Just like like in that video, just told told the demon to come out. Just like that's that's basically the the only thing you could do is just to say it's just basically command the demon to come out and tell it to go.
2: So you um when you do it are you talking to the demon? Yeah. And you're like, Get out of there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're not talking to is there, the... You're... is
2: there um like a, um a speech, like a classic speech that you give, or is it just like whatever you fancy on the day? Like, get out there, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or like, ad libit, Yeah, is it? Or is there like a given, like a mantra? It depends on, again, it depends on
1: what denomination you go to. So I know that the Church of England still has an exorcist team
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, across oh, the country. the ex-team.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and so they go to people's homes and they go to churches or buildings or wherever and exercise, whatever that is. I know... That they have like a liturgy, they have things that they say.
2: Mm. It's like when you get a cold caller, they've got like like a, dialogue, a script. They've got a run, yeah, a script. Is there that when you do it, um, or is it just like go for it, whatever not, it feels good?
1: Not for us, um, not for us. Because, and it's not to say that the Church of England do it wrong. Not at all. Like they, it works. So it's it's all the same. But we. We tend to take just a more approach attitude to it and we model what we do on what Jesus did. So, if I try, and, I'm going to try and do find read, an example. Do uh, you
2: Bible passages? Uh,
1: yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you, oh. reading the Bible. Do you
2: have like holy water?
1: No, there's no holy oh. water. <laughs> uh, do you have
2: silver bullets? <laughs> a peripheral. Do you have no. any gadgets?
1: Any gadgets?
2: Yeah. Do you get
3: a gun <laughs> in like the Like demon of the cross? guns. <laughs> the uh, Holy Spirit is the only gadget you have. Right? Oh. Right? Yeah. Shaming I mean, God's power.
2: Do you have a special clothes you wear? Um,
1: I'm going to give you a really interesting story, actually, if that's all right. Yeah. Um. No, no. <laughs> just, just so you can, just so you can see that there was no one way that Jesus did it. Well just like, a
3: minute, the spoiler alerts for people who haven't read the Bible. Honestly. Well, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just before you start. Just, <laughs> if you're getting to the, what is it, Luke seven. <laughs> just <laughs> turn on it <laughs> Just skip on, just on ten skip minutes. 30 seconds or,
1: so um, I'm the only I'm only going to read this so you guys get an idea that there's not like one way that this is done. Like Jesus okay. did it loads of different ways. So this is Jesus? This is Jesus disciples. actually doing one. Best. So, uh, so it says, Jesus um, and his disciples sailed on over to the ter- territory of uh, Jerasa, which is across the lake from Galilee. As Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a man from the town who had demons in him. For a long time, this man had gone without clothes and would not stay at home, but spent his time in the burial caves. When he saw Jesus, he gave a loud cry, threw himself down at his feet and shouted, Jesus, son of the most high God, what do you want with me? I beg you, don't punish me. He said this because Jesus had ordered the evil spirit to go out of him. Many times it had seized him and even though he was kept a prisoner, his hands and feet fastened with chains, he would break the chains and be driven by the demon out into the desert. Jesus asked him, so this is Jesus speaking to the demons, What is your name? My name is Mob. He said, My name is Mob, he answered, because many de- many demons had gone into him. The demons begged Jesus not to send them into the abyss. So, like, they were obviously near, like, a cliff or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There was a large herd of pigs nearby feeding on the hillside. So, the demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he let them. They went out of the man and into the pigs. The whole herd rushed down the sides of the cliff into the lake and was drowned. Um... I,
2: d- I can't believe this stuff's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. The yeah, it's sounds wacky. really exciting. Yeah, it's, this sounds like it's... something out of Lord of the Rings.
1: Um, I've got something
3: to add to that, actually. After no, um... What is it about pigs? <laughs> well, yeah, just... Little... <laughs> you, yeah, you can... Something that I'm not very happy with. Is it that so, Jesus... like they don't care about the pigs? Well, basically, yeah, pigs are sentient <laughs> beings as well, and it's sort of like, well, if demons aren't cool, they're not cool in anything. So him putting them into the pigs is a bit irresponsible, in my opinion.
2: That's fair enough. Did they have vegans back then? Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Well they had they were Jewish, weren't they? So Yeah, yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, so they didn't eat pigs, anyway.
1: Yeah, wow. pigs pigs weren't kosher.
2: What's what's what? Jews don't eat pigs.
3: Okay. But they can put demons in pigs.
1: No, I don't I, there's no scripture for it. But okay. There's no scripture telling me that Jews made a habit of putting demons in pigs.
3: No, <laughs> Jesus made a conscious decision that it was better in the pigs than the man. I've basically. heard
2: some Bible stories, like some of the famous ones. Yeah. I've never the heard the ones. case of the
3: demon pigs. Um, it's because it's crazy. There's so many stories in the Bible. If you to tell them all,
2: I want to. That makes me want to read some more Bible stories because I'm like, well, yeah, I wow, read some other like sure. crazy loads stuff? stuff. Jesus
1: um The I just quickly answer your question. So, theologically, mm-hmm. if you and i've I've seen it, but where you if you command a demon to come out of someone mm-hmm. as if you don't deal with like the root cause of the problem, so whatever it might be, it could be that i don't know someone is like they say it's a witch like unless they actively give up that whatever that is um the demon can come back, and often they bring back more demons. So that's why this guy had a mob, like he had a, leg- oh, right, like a legion. Okay. I think legion is another word in different yeah, translations yeah, yeah. Like that you can have many demons.
2: I was going to ask this, but that story sort of brought it up, so it's a relevant time for me to mention it. I was going to say, can a demon invade an animal? But it did in the Bible. Yeah, and did. demons took over <laughs> their pigs. Did Jesus then go and slay the pigs? Oh, the pigs killed them. What the pigs do?
3: Wait, the, the demons killed the pigs, didn't they?
2: Didn't the pigs run away? The
3: demons killed themselves inside the pigs. E, presumably so yeah. they could go back to the abyss and then start again with a human. <clears throat> because if they stayed in the pigs, then they couldn't go back to a human, could they, until they go back to hell and
2: regurgitate back. Yeah. Can um,
1: you get
2: like a demon-possessed dog in your house? Because people say that, like, oh, he's possessed by the devil, that dog. Yeah. He's wacky. <laughs> yeah, but, wacky. <laughs> but can um, you get a possessed animal?
1: Oh, so this is—I've just found you a, a, an example of something that Jesus said, which is quite similar to maybe the way that we would approach it in our church. Okay. Um, so this is in Mark one, and it just talks about Jesus um, meeting a man with an evil spirit. So this—this again—this this shows like what you saw in the video, what you will see if you're listening. Yeah. So Mark one twenty-five, it says Jesus ordered the spirit, "Be quiet and come out of the man." The evil spirit shook the man hard gave a loud scream and came out of him um and then later on it just says that Jesus would not let demons say anything because they knew who he was and often they could tell who Jesus was because of the authority that he carried and they recognized that he had more authority than them mm. uh coming back to your question about possessed animals mm. um i don't know but i guess so if we've just read a story about possessed pigs
2: yeah because I feel like if I'd asked you, I feel like you would have forgotten that story. If I'd asked you earlier in the episode, <laughs> like, can they possess animals? You'd be like, nah. But that that story, but they can't linger in animals. So he tried to put them in a pig. They got in the pig and was like, let's get out of it!" Well, they probably just knew. They have no interest. What, what can we, what's the most we can do with these pigs? <clears throat> was like, let's drown them. Yeah, they're not even going to eat us. We can't even invade It's
3: not them. preferable to enter an animal because animals don't really have free will like we do. They they act very much on internet. Yeah,
1: this is why I argue that if Jesus wasn't a real person, mm. then the church wouldn't make him up because he's inconvenient. Like that's <laughs> like what a, that's a really strange story to try and get your head around, isn't it? Right. Um. But I just wanted to give you guys like an example of the way. So when we prayed for this guy. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, that was the similar kind of things that we were saying. Um, yeah, we went way off track. I wasn't
2: pigs in, 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 <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I forgot we were still doing that. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, right. I was asking you about uh, holy water. Oh yeah, so you don't take holy water. You don't take. Uh, yeah, you just take the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's all you need. And you just take your Bible. Take your Bible.
1: Take your Bible. You can read stuff from the Bible yeah. as you're doing it if you want Does to. Does it matter
2: what? You Just flick to a, a random page?
1: Just go to a random page and read it. If, if you want, there are certain people that will go to specific verses, yeah. but other people just read. Their favourites. Some people will read the Bible in the background. Just sit there and read it. Mm. So out that, loud? Yeah, sometimes out loud, sometimes not. So it's just like they're... Have the holy word. So it kind them. of like brings... It's like It's like It would be like... Poking someone with a stick, like trying mm. to get them to react, trying to get, like, not the person, but trying demon. to get the demon to yep. be, like, riled up to try and get it out. Try and, like you would, like, a stray cat in your house.
2: Oi. <laughs>
1: not stray cat.
2: Stray cat came in my house and I kept her. An actual
1: stray cat. <laughs> <laughs> An unwelcome stray cat. So, uh, so we basically, we we prayed for this guy, said similar things like that, commanded this demon to leave him. And what um, was
2: he doing when you are doing all this?
1: Uh so like I say he was quite tense, he was stood up, he was clenching his fists like it was like his body was locked, and obviously his mm-hmm. jaw was locked. It was kind of blood coming down his chin a bit. Oh yeah, he yeah, in his tongue. After about I don't know, it wasn't very long, it's probably about five or ten minutes mm-hmm. of us praying, he he like opened his eyes and he just took like a huge breath and just breathed out and like you could like his whole body dropped, like there was all the tension left. And um, yeah, you could tell that what was it? What was there gone? Right. Uh, so this was in November. Uh, we then like prayed with him a bit more and made sure he was right. Got him some drink. Made sure his tongue was fine.
2: Uh... <laughs> Did you have to take him to hospital? Was it? Or... No, no, no. It was just the like the quick. corner. I think like yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. his
1: corner teeth, whatever your fang teeth are called. A lot. Um, he just bit. So um, yeah. So he was fine. When we took him outside, he hadn't had a coat or anything or a jumper. It was November, so it was freezing. He was like instantly, he was like blue. He was like, wow, why is it so cold? I was like, well, we, what we thought it was strange that He didn't have a jumper. And he was like, I couldn't, he said, I couldn't feel cold. He said, oh, I had no feeling around me really and I couldn't really feel, Like he said, and I can smell the air. He was like, that's the first time for years I've been able to smell, you know, you get that crisp smell in the yeah. air, like a fresh, yeah. like he could smell that and he was telling me that before he could just smell like ash and burning all the time. Um, So yes, yeah, another thing that can happen to people they can like, like lose their, their senses. senses yeah. It's like because it takes over your body. Yeah, there's little room for it's you. Like your
2: senses are running through like a filter. Yeah, you're cause not it, the full sensation or something. Yeah, because
1: there's less room for you in this body. If that makes sense, mm. like because it's possessing your body. Mm. Some people lose, and I, I know people that have like they, their their sight gets affected, mm. like the they, they go blind. But they yeah, yeah, and and. Like, this guy uh, now comes to our church um, and, like, joins and in all with right all the stuff. Then? Yeah. Yeah, his family had been, f- like, okay. and.
2: If a, de- a demon gets out of someone's body, can it then just, like, jump into someone else's body? And, like, a flea. who else is there? <laughs> yeah. um,
1: no. And you have to, like, um, some people can be quite specific about where they tell the demon to go.
2: Right. Pigs,
1: because normally, sorry, <laughs> like, pigs.
3: Like Jesus, he was quite specific. <laughs> <where you laughs> them well, he had the right ideas. Tried and tested <laughs> theory. Just send it to a pig. <laughs> They're gonna die anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah, I wouldn't choose to do that. But where, do, they, um, where
2: do people send them?
1: Like you, it's, you can't. There's not really like a way of saying it. But you'd you tell them to kind of like go back where they came from. I guess. I suppose you'd. Um, I don't know what I've what I've said. Um, getting
2: back there. But yeah, that's just the point. What's your method? You know some people have their methods, they have the passages. What's your method? You go in there as the exorcist. Mm-hmm. When you go in there, do you, are you like bowling it? I feel like I would be. I'd be like, I feel like the shit walking in there. on the exorcist. Well, you'd want to make your presence known to the. Dinner. Yeah, exactly. Well, there are some people that um, do you've got. Have you got like massive confidence from like it's like a boxing the Crusade boxing fight? You want to yeah. get in there and you know, <laughs> do you have ro- Bravado, is, and all that sort of stuff.
1: It is kind of like a confidence um, yeah. in. Uh, like you I've, said
2: because you said you know that it's going to work. You have like a belief that yeah, this is... Yeah. have. So my... you walk in there with like confidence of like.
1: Freedom. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pray for someone on my own. Right, you've never um, done that. I don't think so, but just oh. just because it can be quite exhausting. Yeah. Uh I've prayed, I've prayed for people and it's taken over like half an hour. Right. Um can and if go it's on just for like, you,
2: even like can it go on for like a couple of hours?
1: Uh I guess so. Wow. If that does happen, I would suggest that you're not like you're not getting to the root of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need to find out what that might be because
2: the Exorcist that go that the film's like 2 hours long. It took him too long, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's wasting his time.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't put up with any of that.
2: Taking the power of the one true god versus the demon
3: is very much like a machine gun to a sword fight, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I guess really, I guess it yeah. gives you the confidence. That's where you get your confidence from, right? To, to yeah. go in. So, but I, again, I don't really have... It, it would depend on the situation. It would depend on what it is.
2: Yeah. But do you we've... fold a few corners in your Bible up, like, you use that one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a doozy. <laughs> use the pig one next time. Has <laughs> a
3: demon heard this story
2: before though. Tell me, do you like pigs?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where you're going. Yeah. Um No, it's uh I for my I don't really use the Bible just because I find it's too um it would like distract me from what I'm trying to do, and I think I would then pay more attention to finding a proper verse or something rather than actually just praying for the person. You just so I I don't do anything. I I it's quite similar to the way Jesus would do it. So I just I just I would like command the demon to get out. Right, the I was going
2: to ask as I do talk like directly. To the yeah, demon. you
1: talk to the demon, and you just say yeah, like know, you've got be... you've got no authority to be here. You need to leave this man or woman. You need to go right now. If, in the name of Jesus, and they.
2: As um, okay, so if someone doesn't go to church or whatever, yeah, um, I I wouldn't be able to go in and start talking to a demon. It wouldn't listen to me.
1: It's um, not necessarily no, because it's the authority of Jesus that they look to. So mm. if they can recognise, um, like Jesus is with you, or like mm. they that the, you've got God's spirit with you, like the Holy Spirit up
2: enough of a camaraderie with him. Um so you could he... probably
1: be those, like a you could probably witness it. Like the, you'd probably sit in the room and watch it happen. No, I just wondered if I would have but, that power. Uh not it? not technically, no. No, I didn't no. think so. Because you'd you'd I'd give have... it a go, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: they'd ask you you'd probably ask you who you wear of. I've been asked when I've prayed for people, I've been asked who
2: Oh really? Oh, from as the demon? Yeah. <gasps> what I say?
1: Like you or like I've I've had it where um
3: Was that like in Mozambique when you said who Yeah. Who Do they wear? curse
2: you?
1: Uh, I've so like, not experienced. It. I've not been. I've not had that. I've had demons telling me to leave because they like, get leave, to leave the room
2: Like it gets a bit blue, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I've not experienced. Like, <laughs> what are you trying to say? Like. Uh, um, yeah. No. I'm thinking about your mother's... That's, like, quite <laughs> crass, isn't it? So yeah. I was wondering,
2: like, if you ever experienced that in real life, whether, like...
1: I've not. I can't see why that wouldn't happen. Like, that would... It's feasible. It's a demon. Yeah, it's, it's not... wrong. Yeah. There's no reason why it wouldn't say that to me, but I've not experienced that. The worst it's... the worst I've had is it's told me to leave or go, you need to get out of yeah. here, or something like that, but that's because they recognise the Holy Spirit with you. That...
2: Like I say, I've never witnessed it. Yeah. Um... Until today, I've never spoke to anyone who's actually been around it, so I've only witnessed it from film or whatever. So, my impression of it would be like someone's fitting around on the bed, Yeah. some people are holding it down, and someone's holding a Bible, splashing some holy water on it, yeah, going, yeah. You get out of here! And he's going, You <laughs> fing. <laughs> like, really crass. I imagine it like, Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah. crass and dirty and some rotten demon.
1: Yeah. Some of them, like I've never witnessed that. Yeah. But um, then again, when does, I was does
2: it- part does part of you does the Exorcist part of you ever think like bring it like you want to come across some real rut so you can be, like <laughs> flex your muscles a little bit like bring it. Um,
1: not or really because like I because I know it's not me doing it. I know it's I'm relying on God to do it uh, because right. I've it's yeah it's not me doing it like when when we do it when we've done it in the past when the person's left we then uh usually would like pray again like thanking god for what he did so it's not you recognize it's not me um so
2: it's not even it doesn't matter how dirty that demon is (laughs) it doesn't matter how rotten he is you don't get any sense any more sense of pride if he was there not. no 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 it's, more, it's not I imagine it's a very task. selfless task it's yeah not yeah it's more it's like, um, like right, it's definitely it. not an in- enjoyable task no Obviously
3: it's it's, it's a, a necessary task
1: it's necessary yeah so it's like the guy that I spoke about um, he then went back and within a day his girlfriend had said that their their like family life was just totally transformed all his senses are back but yeah so it's um it, yeah it's more like a necessary thing when it does happen and you hear, like, say there's been, like, oh, this this guy's been possessed for, like, 20 years. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we need to take care of that then. Yeah. Like, it's more like, it's more like a, I do understand you... the responsibility that I've got in God to <clears throat> get rid of it. Okay. So it's... And how
2: common is it? Like, how often do you get...
1: I think it's probably, not, like, ridiculously common, but I think it's probably more common over here than we recognise, just because the British society is such a reserved... It's not like in America where everyone goes to church on mm. a Sunday and everyone's aware of it. And if you go to Africa, it's the same. Like, everyone is aware of God mm-hmm. and the devil and everyone believes in one or the other. It's not like that over here at all. So it's hard to say how well, common it is. One,
2: how common is it that someone comes to you for help?
1: Not very common. very Doesn't common. happen that often. Like, since me and Rachel have been youth pastors, it's just over two and a half years that we have it's probably there's been three people I can think of mm. it's like one one a year okay ish yeah. Yeah, and yeah, some yeah. of that has just been quite quite easy to deal with But like okay. there was one 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 lad that that me and my wife uh, met and that was quite quick mm-hmm. we I don't I don't know how long he'd been possessed for but it wasn't like a strong presence in yeah, his yeah. life we just dealt when, with
2: when so. when it happens to you again mm you can talk about it on the podcast. Now we do it. Yeah, yeah. We've got like an outlet for these things. Yeah, be Is, great. I couldn't. That's
1: the thing. I can't tell well, you when it would it's going like, to happen. I don't want
2: to go through it, but if it has to happen, like, or you, well, we you guys can come as it, like a fly you, on the wall. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'd like. I'd love to. Not like I say, not in a crass way. Not because I want to see someone in pain, just to see it. Mm. Um, and if it's going to happen, but I don't know if I um, be disrespectful for me to be there. You know. Mm, so yeah, I it would have to be. I would be never under, want to disrespect.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's it's quite. A, it can be, and if you watch, this is why I didn't really want to go to YouTube because it doesn't really give a clear representation of what I see. Mm. If you go, on, there's plenty of um, so, like American churches in general tend to be far more charismatic mm-hmm. than even the most charismatic churches in England. Like I would, I would um, describe my church as fairly charismatic. But in America, they deal with it completely differently, and they actually stand there and, like, the preacher. I've seen it where preachers actually call for the demons to come out, and then they just start all over the room, just start
2: like. I've heard a sound clip, um, of which is apparently of someone going through like a possession and then trying to get the demon out. Yeah, um, which is a Rom- from Romania. Okay, and that was pretty. Intense to listen to. I can imagine, yeah. It was like it was really. It was. I don't know. I. I have no reason to think it's a hoax. It's quite like a well-known piece of audio. I should okay. have it for this episode. Yeah, and you know what I'm going to do. Um, I'll I'll find that clip and I'll put that audio and in, in this episode at the end of the episode. Anyway. Yeah. But um, I yeah I heard that that's what that's like the one piece of actual audio I've heard. Yeah. Until now, when we watched the video, yeah. And everything. And I was like, like, that was pretty intense to hear. It can,
1: like, usually they use, it's just the person's voice. Yeah. It's almost like, I don't know whether they would, a demon would do this to intimidate you. Mm. But it is intimidating.
2: It was almost like a guttural, like it's speaking from inside. Like, yeah. Like, from out of there, almost. Like the, the yeah. voice I heard. And, um, yeah, it's like when you hear it, you're like, I don't know if someone can talk like that on their own. That's almost Yeah, like, when it so feel it sounds like something controlling them, it sounds like yeah. fucked up. When I like when I I've
1: maybe once or twice, not many times, but I've I've witnessed it where it's been a woman mm-hmm. and the voice coming out of her is a man's voice.
2: Yeah. That's weird. And then
1: it's and then it's a bit like, wow, this is like this is real. This is more than like the guy was saying in the video, it's more than just what I can see. It's more yeah. than okay. So um yeah, but it's it's not like the like, and I know I know filmmakers do this because it makes for a more interesting film. But it's almost nothing like what you'd see in. I films. can't
2: imagine that it, you ever get like, like uh, the head spinning round and stuff like that because it's not physically po- possible with a body without like. Killing no, if the, that happens, you kill the, the hun- person exactly. Yeah. That um, is that's cinematic. Yeah, and um, all them sorts of weird things they do. Yeah, but when it's. Someone that's physically possible with a human body, it's more believable. Yeah, like the spasming, the jumping, and being thrown around, whatever. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's physically possible without killing the human. Yeah, when it gets to, the, like I say, the head spinning round, it's yeah, I can't imagine that ever happens.
1: No. Um. What I'm going to do now? I just realised the time. Yeah, we've been talking a lot, which is awesome. But can I can I play this clip? Yes, that I've got for you guys, and then we'll that ties. Neatly into like Satanism a bit, okay, and it gives you an overview of that, which right. is is demon possession, but it gives you an overview of just what people can go through. So, let's play the clip.
2: Okay,
4: this is Angela Greenig. She came to my studio in Chicago to tell me about a girl she helped lead out of Satanism. If my eyes were shut before, they certainly weren't anymore.
5: And so, what ended up happening was she came and sat down, and and the darkness that was all over this child, was like really none I've ever seen before. And I've really done thousands of deliverances through the years. But her eyes were pitch black. I don't remember ever
0: seeing any white in her eyes. Well, An- Anton LeVay had a vision that one of the fifth brides of Satan would fall. I mean, falling is sleeping outside of the coven and burying a child. And this this other girl would have to retake her place. And uh, one day he says, uh, okay, this little girl's gonna be born." in this hospital at this day at this time and that was me and I was supposed to replace that uh, yeah, the fifth bride or whatever what her, I don't want to really repeat her name and stuff and I was supposed to train from the time I was born until uh, my 17th uh, birthday to retake her place
4: this is well we'll call her Esther I can't tell you her real name show you her face, or even play her real voice. She lives in constant threat from her past. She was chosen to be something called a bride of Satan.
0: I've seen Satan, and Satan is, he looked to me and the way he appeared to, uh, yeah, the crowd or whatever, and came to us as the brides that were standing there, or the bride-to-be, or whatever, as a Spanish prince. And it, he, I mean, that's, that's what I saw. And says, says, in order to be the fifth bride, I mean, you are all supposed to sleep with Satan. And he came as a Spanish prince. I mean, he was very alluring. Everything about him drew yourself. It's, he, he was, he had the presence, but it was cold and it was freaky, but at the same time, it was like your, ma- your magnet. It was like, it's like, you're a duster he's drawing you to him i mean he said he was saying i could have been wrong at that time because i was so possessed so but for a split second i could think for myself it was like this veil was taking off my head it was like this heavy weight it was like i could see think for myself for like i think three or four seconds i could think for myself i'm, I'm gonna up like those kids i'm gonna i'm gonna also do something wrong within yeah the satanic rituals or whatever and then they're going to be pissed off and I'm going to wind up on uh, the, the, the altar where they're going to sacrifice me. It's like, i got to get out. So, no, did you know when she showed up
4: what who she was or did you know anything about her?
5: Nope, they just told me her name was Esther, but I knew she was very high up, satanically. I knew that. To be
0: honest, I did not know she was one of the fifth brides to be. And I took my last dosage of heroin, And then we were off to my big D-Day, is what I call my deliverance day or whatever. And she
5: maybe had been blocks away, and the presence of the darkness was so strong that there was literally a quaking in the natural. You could feel it. We knew she was coming. And then within a matter of two minutes, this car pulled down the driveway. And I threw the door open without, of course, I just used the powers. And she literally flung the front door open and I looked her
0: right in the eyes and said, I don't think so, babe. And mom could say, she's like, I don't think so, babe. And and then she looked me directly in the eye and I was like, this, this woman's talking to me in an authoritative of tone. Who is this woman? It's like, you don't just talk to me like that. I wasn't used to being talked down to. And she started manifesting and
5: she was on drugs you could tell i didn't know if she was heroin or what she was on but i knew she was on something
0: and i look at her and her eyes are piercing like massive light is it, it was like love was piercing into my soul
5: but as we started to speak um her head went three times three different
0: ways and she said we know who you are we know who you are we know who you are she looks directly in my face and i'm just like at this point i can't take looking into her eyes anymore because yeah it was a a weird experience it was like the demons were like don't look at her eyes don't look at her eyes and i wanted to look because i wanted to see the light it was like they wanted to continue to take my head and control me from that moment and just didn't want me to see the light anymore because yeah, it was influencing me and she's like do you want to want Jesus or do you want Satan? Which which will be the, the choice is yours. And
5: in this glimpse, like of a second, this little girl jumped through her skin and said, "Help me!" And then the demon pulled her back.
0: And then she yeah uh, did the D Day, the deliverance, and she asked the angels to hold me down. And it didn't take no five hours or seven days. It took like 20 minutes. And I was totally, completely delivered. And I woke, I I blacked out from that point. I remember saying the sinner's prayer, and then I felt like 90% of my body was missing. She she asked, we we prayed that the Holy Spirit would come and fill me. Because, yeah, once someone's gone through an extreme deliverance like that, they need to be filled with... Jesus, as love, or Holy Spirit, or whatever—you know—you have to fill the void. Because yeah, if you don't, then it goes really bad, really fast.
5: Um, the first year, honestly, was just absolutely insane. No one would believe the stories of, you know, us going into stores, and you know, we had people following us, and they're trying to abduct her out of the stores, and I—it mean, was just crazy. And I lost a lot of friends in ministry because they just thought it was like sci-fi or something they didn't believe her but i knew i knew that what she had gone through was real
4: i'll spare you the details of rape drugs and murder esther went through while in satanism because it's simply too graphic esther isn't looking for a book deal or more speaking engagements there's no gain for her in talking about this so i listened to her You have to also face reality. We're born in a war,
0: man. It's it's from day one there. It's a fight for, uh, for light and for darkness. I mean, you're born inside of a war, but we have to be aware that the darkness is trying to influence, and we have to be prepared to stand up and fight
2: and work together with each other. What do you think of that? Uh, is it interesting. What what are you what are your thoughts? Um, so that's basically. I haven't. I wasn't aware of that. So there's different levels of demons. There's like ha- one's higher up.
1: Yeah. There's ones that that rank above each other. They're one, like his on... chosen few. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. and and it sounds as if um, obviously we have to take that at face value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess yeah. If she if she, if what she's saying is true, then she's she's seemed to have got quite high up in sa- and it sounds as if she was born into satanism because mm-hmm. it sounded as if I don't know what you guys thought it sounds as if she was saying that um yeah like she was prepared all her life to become like a bride of satan
2: yeah like groomed yeah
1: yeah so she must have like she must have been pretty high up to have been considered for that anyway and that's mm. why they had to hide her face <laughs> and everything because yeah yeah, yeah. But, Hmm
2: and that's on that's from that clip we just played is from the same um dvd yeah Furious. from the one we watched earlier Furious so yeah Earth. i will put that on the blog as well the blog being weirdtalesontheunexplainable.blogspot.com where i always do updates um on the latest episode
1: do you see what i mean now by the, by satanism satanism is a completely different topic because it's it yeah. does overlap yeah but it, it leads and that's why i said to you at the start Tis, that it's um it is a conscious Decision. It's like a purposeful so that part woman, of your life.
2: The woman on the clip. She was she specifically trained to be.
1: Um, I don't an I, exorcist. I don't know. I don't know if she was trained. I don't know what training she had. But if she's done thousands,
2: she's just done it a lot. She's she knows
1: yeah. She knows what she's doing. I've not. I've not met her, but she's obviously an American creature mm. of some sort. Mm. But um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she did have training, but. You don't really need to, so I guess she probably just got so She did it. What they're
2: saying in there, this brides of Satan thing, Mm. there's how many? There's five of them. Is that just the name?
1: I don't know. I don't know whether it's she was the fifth one or whether there were more. Okay, or or whether there was like the
2: fifth time it's happened.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, Okay, yeah, Uh,
2: right. And they prophesied the birth date, Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So they did all all of that. Yeah. Um, really and obviously she mentioned about the drugs thing. some heroin. Um yeah. But I don't know if that's a part of it or whether it's that was her way of dealing escapism with
2: escapism or if it's the demon saying, Hey, try this. Yeah. You'll like it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But if she um yeah. I I just thought it was quite a lot of what she said was quite interesting.
2: Yeah. But Um Tis, you said you had a question.
3: Uh yeah, I've got two questions actually. One go for it. That I've got from that video actually is—it's uh, okay. not my question. It's more of a sort of uh, observation, musing mm. that uh, it's interesting that we've we've touched on a few bits: uh, the psychedelic experience, uh, the meditative experience. Obviously, you've spoke to us about channeling stuff and seeing stuff, and she said about seeing the devil. She's seen this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems, and there's a lot of other religions that do that as well. It seems that there's a mysterious higher realm that a lot of people are channeling into. And it's just something to think about. That,
2: Albeit oh, through meditation yeah, or possession yeah. or
3: psychedelics, there's more. The more people you talk to, the more things you realise that these, these uh, higher states, it's hard to believe that they are just...
2: I don't know... The aspirations of your own brain. They come sense. from too many different angles. For there's it so to be many different
3: people yeah. that have these experiences. When when people say, "Oh, well, you know," it you've got to take them at face value, and you've got to believe that they're not telling a lie. It seems as a lot of people, if if this is all bullshit, this higher realm and there's all these other things, the same thing. there's a lot of people telling mm-hmm. lies. <laughs> if
1: that so, makes yeah, sense to what gain it's like the guy was saying like she's not looking for book deals yeah. she's not looking to like tour and talk about it and in not fact she's them. looking to not talk about it
3: everyone like yourself uh, people that I talk to who meditate they're not they're not telling me these things that they've seen because they're trying to impress me or they're trying to get any sort of gain they're just saying it because it's literally it's like when it overcomes you and like I've had experiences with meditation the other week and I spoke to my, uh, guy who does Tai Chi and it wasn't because I was trying to impress him. It was because I was so impressed by it. I was like, this is fucking crazy that that actually happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think like, and I'd, I'd agree with you. Um, the, the Bible says it, but it's just like a, and she was saying it in the video as well, where it's, there's like a, a whole, invisible realm like here as well that we can't see or have access to unless like so in this case she was possessed by demons so she was able to see it and she's described it as a war and lots of other authors in the video before were t- describing it as a war like the stuff happening that we are not Makes seeing you even
2: wonder we're going back to the even things like the haunted houses episode where people say they see a ghost whether that's to do with the same thing it's seeing something from a different realm even be it like um, an angel a demon Mm. um, yeah it's it's just like seeing another thing that isn't there
3: my only explanation that i can get close to is that the universe we live in is so infinite that this higher realm just has everything you know it has buddha it has ganesh it has you know god jehovah has everything it has literally everything. Mm. And when people mm. say they're in this higher realm, it's, we're all kind of tapping into this same realm and we're seeing different things, but we're all different people, so we're all kind of mm. seeing these different things. But I'm, I'm seeing what I'm seeing and Beef seeing the same thing, but he's seeing it from his perspective. Mm. I don't know, it's just some, it's not even a question, really. It's just, just, a just something that I was thinking about while I was watching that video, that there is definitely an unexplained... <laughs> higher realm that we can't ignore and we can't just sort of brush under the carpet and say, oh, it's people's imagination. Mm. In my opinion.
2: What was... Um... It's such
3: a big part of people's lives. Yeah. And it can't just be scienced away, you know. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Anyway, but... what was your other it question? can be. But <laughs> Oh, sorry, my other one was uh how dualist is the opinion of the Christian church i guess how what well, dualist how dualistic because uh, there's a lot of other religions that are very dualistic and they'd say if a god exists then it stands to reason that if some some good and evil have to exist yeah if, if the devil didn't exist then neither could god good can't exist without evil yeah I... because it, good is defined by not being evil and evil is defined by not being good yeah. So mm. without these demons, you can't have angels. Without God, you can't have Lucifer. Yeah. So these experiences, even though they're tragic, they seem necessary to a dualistic
2: world. But you where... think if they got rid of all the demons and Satan,
3: well, yeah. If you got rid of evil, then good wouldn't exist. How because would you it define would just good? Be... Well, yeah. How would yeah. you? You couldn't define good without saying that it's not bad. And you, you know, you can't mm. describe anything without saying it's not. You can't have up; doesn't exist without down. Is it the Christian
2: intent to um, get rid of all demons and Satan? To um, just remove them. It's it's
1: like a so we we say that we're in like a temporary realm, I guess, where you so it is very dualistic, um, mm. but there's no basically at the end of time mm. or whatever that looks like um, when because Christians believe they they believe in the like Jesus returning coming back. So when they believe that happens, that's when, ultimately, all demons, Satan, everything gets dealt with once and for all. Mm. Like, Jesus has already had and, like, won, won the battle over them. Right. When he died on the cross, like, he defeated sin and defeated death. Like, he's done all that already, which is why we have the authority to get rid of them temporarily. Right. But he then comes back to get rid of them once and for all. So it's not really our job to remove them because we can't do that in this time right now it's Mm -hmm. only when jesus would return that that gets he comes and he's like right that's it now i'm shutting the shop
2: so i guess that'll be the end of the world
1: uh yeah that's that's where people talk about the apocalypse
2: and And then we all just move up
1: yeah we all transcend
2: yeah our bodies there's no reason for this middle ground anymore yeah so I guess my question is: Is
3: dualism a pillar of Christian belief for the time being?
1: I guess yeah. I is guess it's not. Um, that you... you wouldn't really. Uh, yeah, I suppose it could be a pillar. It could be like a foundation of it. Um, in that it's, yeah, it's. Yeah, you, you're right. You can't have. You can't have evil without good. It's not like a.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, they both coexist, which is. That's just a given. You see that every day of your lives, don't you? You see good things and bad things, and. both things happen to you and that's that's why yeah i i that's why like i said earlier i don't like that question where people say oh why do bad stuff happen to good people it's like well that's just life Mm -hmm. that's you can't i can't explain that. i can't tell you why there might be someone who spends his whole life in prison for murder and like is healthy and you know reforms and goes back into society and then you've got someone who's a very good person has a great family good job like doing really well in life and then dies early of cancer like mm. I don't know that's just life that happens that's mm. you see that in the animal kingdom you see it all over so but that that's uh, overlapping into our next podcast so are you
2: to you're yeah yeah we're recording what our next one we're recording today yeah 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 so we're, we're actually recording two podcasts in a row today um you lucky you lucky people. listeners which means you're gonna get two episodes on the bounce you have to wait a fortnight you'll get one this week and you'll get one next week just for a little bonus one-off special because we're doing episode 10 I can't believe we've already made it oh, no. 10 episodes that's really cool and um our listenership keeps growing and growing which is fantastic if this
1: was a british sitcom we've only got two more
2: episodes left yeah but we're we not we're gonna do loads more <laughs> <Are> we done <laughs> um are we reaching the end of the episode yeah
1: have you guys got any other questions or anything any other musings anything else
2: I think I'm done, but okay. I'm sure by the time we re-tackle this subject, as yeah, you've talked when it about, we'll do a Satanism episode, which will have some overlap, I'll have plenty more, because I feel like I've just had a million questions today, mm. and we just keep throwing them out there, so I'm sure you, more will come do up. Do you
1: guys feel like you've learned something?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Alright, cool. so, well, if you, as I say, we're going to revisit this topic, so if you have any questions of your own, dear listener, you can contact us at, unexplainable UK, at mail dot com and uh, we really appreciate every message we get on there whether it be sending us a, a link our way or uh, suggesting another topic or your own story or even just to say you like the show we had a really a great email this week from someone just to say how much they enjoyed the show and they listened to it at work And we really appreciate all these. yeah we we'll give a little shout out to Jenks because that was um a, 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 we really appreciated that email and every message we get from you is really appreciated from everyone so um, and like I say the blog we're tellsintheunexplainable.blogspot.com we're on Podomatic, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes subscribe tell your friends because we have loads of listeners but you know if you like it just repost it on Facebook repost it on Twitter mm. tell someone because uh, the more listeners we get the better we can make the show and we already have some great plans so, yeah are we done? yeah, yeah. we done and if you want to donate one last thing uh, unexplainable.podomatic.com on the right hand side you'll see a PayPal, paypal donate button and that all goes, we know that doesn't go out of our pocket that all goes to the show because we have to pay to host it and everything so that's really appreciated too
1: cool well, until next time
2: hey, this is Bob Shoy I'm just finishing editing the podcast I'm adding a little something postscript Um, The Romanian demon possession audio I mentioned during the episode, I managed to track it down. And um, what I'm going to do is insert it right at the end of this episode. Um, So I'll try to finish speaking now. But I do warn you, it is kind of creepy to listen to. So if you are of a nervous disposition, I advise to um, just end the podcast now. But I do want to chuck it in. It's kind of a cool, creepy audio clip. Of an apparent demonic possession Going through an exorcism or something Um, So yeah, here it is
5: Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just 9 dollars each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.